In this week's Deal Guy podcast, I am going to celebrate five awesome gadgets under 50 bucks. Of course, both started out at a much higher price. I'm going to show you how to save substantial amounts of money and answer a couple of cash questions. And we are going to be frugal together. Hello again. I'm the Deal Guy, Matt Granite. At this present moment, I am right above Times Square. I am in an office building and I'm in New York City, if that was not clear. And I'm, I'm all over the country, sometimes over the course of a typical week. So I just thought it'd be interesting to mention my location right now. I don't know if any of you are listening from New York, but uh, what I have found is a lot of you are listening from communities where you do watch me on your local TV station. I know a lot of people watch from Ohio and the state of Washington and a lot of people listening from down south. And I really appreciate it. I've had a chance to hear from a lot of you. If you've never heard of me before, you've just stumbled across this. My name is Matt Granite. I host uh, local television programming on new segments where I teach people how to save money, be a little bit more frugal, and I also host a show for Amazon. None of the deals that I am featuring today are paid products and that no no company is paying me to endorse them. And I should also mention that none of these deals actually come from Amazon. <laughs> so it's an, it's an Amazon-free uh, podcast this week, although I, I am going to talk about Amazon toward the end of this podcast because I did get some questions tied to that. All of the items that I am going to talk about have been profiled in full-length videos for the most part that you can see on my YouTube channel, youtubedeals.com. I'm also going to give out the website of where these podcast products are coming from. So I would love to share this insight with you. And if you do want to purchase any of the items that I'm featuring, awesome. If you don't, I'm going to do my best to describe them so you can just hear about them. So let's start with a gadget that I had a chance to review something from the Consumer Electronics Show. And I... I'm very excited about uh, this for anyone that has a garage. And if you don't have a garage, I'm going to skip very quickly between products so you can hear about these really cool gadgets. Uh, most of the gadgets that I'm featuring are actually going to be under 35 bucks uh, based on their deal prices. So if you have a garage or you know someone that has a garage or a dedicated enclosed parking spot, maybe you park at work and you're fortunate enough to have a reserve spot, I would love to point out that the way that a lot of us park in tight conditions is just through eyesight or through some type of backup camera. And some of us have side protectors on our vehicles, but it doesn't always get us into the exact spot. So this is an interesting product. It's called the Maxa Parkrite Dual Garage Laser Guided Parking System. And what this is, it's a laser guided motion activated parking assistance system where you put this onto your ceiling. And I did the, the installation and the test for this. It was, it was a cool concept. I put uh, just batteries into it comes with the need for three double A's batteries are not included. It has adhesives or you could use it as screw. And I think you could buy an AC adapter and you set the parameters of the confines of your parking spot. And then with a motion sensor and you outlying where it would go, the lasers illuminate basically to guide you into the parking spot from the roof of your garage. Very cool concept. This is a deal that's typically about a hundred bucks found it for $27.99, $72 off. I don't think it's ever sold for its list price, but it's a very cool gift idea. If you know someone that has a garage, the battery life is supposed to run up to six months. I'm testing it now at the four month mark and it is doing great. And the lasers really do shine into that predetermined spot in the garage. So very cool. Big fan of that. Uh, that is an under $30 item. You can find this deal at dealparade.com, D-E-A-L-P-A-R-A-D-E.com or at youtubedeals.com is where you can find that. So that's the first item that I wanted to flag for you, which I thought was a very cool concept. The next item that I would like to talk about is a fast charging kit from Belkin. 
Now, this is this is a cool gadget of sorts. It's not going to be one of those things you haven't heard of before, but it is a 12-watt fast home and car lightning charger kit. Typically retails for about 50 bucks. Found it for $19.99. That's 60% off. And this deal, which you can find on dealsie.com, D-E-A-L-S-I-E.com, or on youtubedeals.com, is a great way to stay charged everywhere. But keep in mind that this is 40% faster versus the charging time you would get from the plugs that accompanied your iPhone, iPod, or iPad. So as an example, this charger can take an iPad fourth gen tablet from zero to hundred percent in just 6.2 hours compared to the 10.3 hours it would charge with what power cord came with it. And obviously Belka not paying me to say anything positive about them, but they, they are a brand that has been I'd say widely respected in in terms of Apple accessories. These are Apple certified lightning connectors that come with this sort of the tangle free design. Then you get the car adapter and then there's also a wall uh, adapter as well. And keep in mind that uh, one of my rants that I typically have on these podcasts is before you go and buy some dollar store or convenience store charger and plug it into your $1,000 plus iPhone, you really want to be sensitive to its charge ports. It's so funny, right? We'll spend all of this money on our phone, a lot of money on a case, and then we just buy these crazy chargers. So this will also prevent uh, any type of overload or any type of protection. Pardon me. This will protect overload and also protect your device from any type of power spikes. And uh, it's a great kit. So you get the wall adapter, the car adapter, and the tangle-free lightning cables for $19.99 down from $50. Bucks. So that is just a, a good gadget, although we are going to go something to the under $30 range now that I think is, is more of a gadget rather than an accessory. And this is not a jump starter unlike anything that you've, you've thought of. So when we know those power banks and jump starters, and so some of you listening have, have purchased a power bank and sometimes they have an output where you can plug in non-spark crocodile clamps. And then you take your little power bank. That's also a jump starter. And then in the event that your your engine goes or your battery is dead, I think it would just be that your battery is dead, not that your engine goes. But anyhow, <laughs> I've done a lot of jump start tests and it certainly doesn't sound like that. Uh, you don't want to be in a situation where you always have to get out of your car. And the, the jump starters are great, the portable jump starters. But if it's the middle of the night and there's you're pulled over on the side of the road and your your hood is open and you're not in a great area, it's, it, it's not always the perfect situation to be in. And if you were looking for a way to jumpstart your vehicle from inside your car, this is at least a first of its kind in terms of the products that I've seen. It's from a company called Mobile Power. And this is a boost pack. And it's actually a five-in-one vehicle battery booster. So I don't really know how it's it's five in one. I don't, I, I'll tell you what it does. Uh, it serves as a power bank so it can jump start a piece of tech. It will jump start your vehicle from what I'm going to tell you about in a moment. It has a built in LCD so you can see the, the battery charge level, which is great. And then it has a, a socket charger on it. So it has kind of like its own adapter where you could plug a, another device that has a car plug into it into this thing. So if you, if you picture it, it has a USB output, it has its own cigarette lighter hole, and then it also has a, a, a really cool sort of built-in carrying case designed to it. But I don't understand how that's a five-in-one. Anyhow, <laughs> this is what it does. In addition to everything that I just mentioned, it weighs just uh, just under a pound and a half, and you plug this into your cigarette lighter or DC adapter, and then over 
what could be five, 10 or 15 minutes, depending on how dead your car battery is, it will jumpstart your car battery from inside your car. Isn't that really cool concept? So there's no getting out of your car. You could fit this into your glove compartment. And if your car does break down or you don't want to get out of your vehicle, this is a phenomenal solution. I, I think it's actually more convenient. What is the advantage to using the crocodile clamps? Well, if you have a jump starter, and I featured some in the past where this is how they're built, you get a much faster jump to your car. But again, for the situations where your battery's not completely dead or you don't want to get out of your car, this this would be a good a good system to have. It's really cool looking too. And I love that it's $29.99. This is also from DLC, D-E-A-L-S-I-E.com, $29.99 down from 60 bucks. You're saving 50%. And I'm, I'm not sure what it's typical daily selling prices, but, but this is a phenomenal price. And if you know any new drivers or winter driving conditions and, and all that other fun stuff, this is, this is, this is really cool. And I love testing it. And it actually did a remarkable job. If you are listening to this on Wednesday, March 6th, I'll have a full YouTube demonstration of me using this in my car up this weekend. It took me a little bit to, to catch up because I didn't know exactly when this deal would drop. So there you go. So uh, those would be my, my three favorite gadgets so far. Uh, the fourth, which I'm very excited about, is under 50 bucks, assuming you buy two pillows. And it is a pillow that will stay cool all night. So how is a pillow a gadget? Well, I say a pillow has technology in it. And for a lot of us, if you're, if you're just lying on a pillow, that's utilizing, it's, it's so weird to call it technology, but stuffing feathers, whatever it is from, from decades ago, you're, you're not sleeping on the newest and greatest in sleep technology. And you've probably noticed that pillows have undergone a technical overhaul. And a couple of things that I should mention is that uh, sleep is important, right? It's one of the biggest health problems in the country is a lack of sleep. It contributes to heart disease, diabetes, drowsing, drowsy driving accidents, as we're talking about being behind the wheel, premature aging can affect your productivity, your quality of life, how tired you are throughout the day. And uh, for all of us that that do lay in bed for six to eight hours a night, or for me, it's often less with a, with a beautiful new baby girl at home, I, I feel exhausted in the morning. And that in a lot of cases is because of the pillow that we sleep on. So the amount of deep sleep that you need to enter is, is usually contingent upon that REM sleep is usually contingent upon your body dropping a full degree. And I featured products in the past that, that all have a, a, a cooling center to them, whether it was a cooling mattress topper or cooling sheets, but a cooling pillow is, is a great concept because this is a pillow that does enhance deep sleep. It does promote it. And you do fall asleep faster and deeper with this pillow. I've done a couple of tests on it. We've had sleep therapists weigh in. I've brought this to focus groups. The pure cool gel deep sleep pillow is really able to put other pillows to shame based on that. It is dust, mite, moldew, resistant, fade resistant. And the composition of the pillow and the fact that it does stay cool is, in my opinion, a type of technology. So I am excited about that. I did think that was a cool thing for the the under $50 deals, which was great. And um, the, <laughs> we are talking about lack of sleep before we get into money questions. This is this is something that I also thought I would feature. It was, it was a deal that I really didn't think was going to take off the way it did. It's tied to the iPads. Oh, but not the iPad with an I, the EYE pads. If you are listening right now and if you could see me, you would you would have known that weeks ago I had dark circles under my eyes. A lot of people say that they have bags under their eyes. I have baggage, suitcases, 
I've also heard people say the bags under my eyes are designer, which I think is a great line, but I look like I've been hit by a a ton of bricks every, every so often until I started testing this product. Here's the funny thing. So I was going to do this demonstration for TV on these, these cooling iPads that you put onto your eyes. These are under 50 bucks. We'll talk about them very quickly because I know some of you might not care, but they help combat puffiness, dark circles. They alleviate pressure. They diminish dark circles. They comfort and tighten your skin and, um, they feel really cool. Two to five minutes a day and you're good. You put them on your eyes and they really work. And I think I'm excited about this as a, as not really a gadget, but a, but a, a piece of beauty technologies. We were originally going to have a model or a mom or different people from, from our focus groups put this product to the test. So I didn't have to, because I was thinking to myself, I'm not really going to be that convincing as a guy putting these things onto my eyes. And for whatever reason, I, I couldn't get people in time to run the tests Usually when I do tests for television or YouTube, we record them over several weeks to really make sure the products function the way they were intended and to also monitor the results. I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it based on the timing. So I did this and they really work. They they are very interesting looking. They look like little pieces of cucumber or orange, but they're they're made into pads and they're they're pre-moistened. But the, the deal that I found, which I think I am going to mention, this is just phenomenal, is you get five boxes of these for $24.99. And that's that's a lot. <laughs> They're a great deal. They're trending. They're completely uh, natural. And people are very, very excited about this. I am too. That's one of my favorite deals right now. Hey, I'm Nolan Sykes, a host of Past Gas, the number one automotive podcast in the world. Every week, my co-hosts, James Pumphrey, Joe Weber, and I bring you some of our favorite stories from the hollowed halls of car history. From the amazing to the weird to the utterly unforgettable moments, we cover it all. Join us as we take a look at the wild stories and larger-than-life characters behind legendary cars and car makers. So if you love cars or just like a good story, check out Past Gas by Donut Media, the number one automotive podcast in the world. For the second part of this podcast, I wanted to get into a few listener questions, which I think are great and then I just wanted to interject a little bit of personal experience to some of these questions. And some of these are also tied to, to when you should and should not buy things. All right. Uh, first question is from, this is Kathy. No, it's Kathy or Catherine. I can't read my notes, but Kathy or Catherine would like to know, perhaps many of you listening have, are a Kathy, Kathy or a Catherine, you'd like to know, what is the best dispute resolution when you have a problem with the company? And my answer, you know, 10 years ago would have been, well, file a, comp- a complaint with the Better Business Bureau. And, and it doesn't really work a lot of the time because a lot of businesses are not accredited with the Better Business Bureau, which means the Better Business Bureau is a, is a great important body and institution, but it's a bit, not really of a scam, but if you do not pay to be an accredited business of the Better Business Bureau, where there's a complaint and resolution process that's tracked, your rankings generally aren't that high with them to begin with. And while that's also up for debate, there there are companies that that uh, have great ratings with the Better Business Bureau, but awful customer service. I'll, I'll give you an example to that. Fox Rental Car. I think they have an A with the Better Business Bureau and all of my car rental tests. They are horrendous. They have the longest wait times. They have a customer service number that doesn't even answer half the time. But of the terrible complaints that they get, they respond to them very quickly. 
and that constitutes some type of check mark that they get with the Better Business Bureau and um, <coughs> pardon me for coughing that 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 makes them look better than they are. On the contrary, there's are wonderful companies out there that don't respond to complaints through the Better Business Bureau. They don't pay to be an accredited business and they have a C or a B plus rating when they're they're actually very gone, very good or very good, decent companies. So uh, to answer your question, Kathy, Catherine, one of my favorite ways to handle a complaint with a company is something you have access to. And I highly recommend that you pay for everything via credit card and not debit. Obviously, when there's a debit transaction, the money goes out of your account. And there's really nothing you can do about it. If you do not have a purchase that is reflective of whatever it is you think you bought or how it was portrayed or you didn't receive the item and there's some other problem, you have a dispute resolution process with your credit card company where they will actually open up a complaint and investigate. And if something wasn't delivered, for example, I had a very bad experience with Fox Rental Car where I rented a specific vehicle and it was not waiting for me at the counter. There was like a three or four hour wait. And... I can't even reach Fox Rental Customer Service. And I, I actually booked through carrentals.com, one of my favorite websites, and they can't do anything about it because Fox Rental Cars told them that I did go to the counter and I was offered a car and that I just chose to walk away, even though I have written proof that I rented for a considerable amount of money higher from the car rental place next door to Fox Rental Car because their vehicle and their timing did not did not work with what I was promised. We can go back and forth all we want with carrentals.com, but I can actually, and their customer services in India or the Philippines or wherever I was talking to, they don't really even know what Phoenix, Arizona was where I was trying to pick up the rental. I can actually open up a dispute with my credit card company and they can look into it. And I'm working with a, an American-based dispute department that will try and hold Fox Rental Car accountable. That's the best thing. That, that handles it right away. What do you do when... There is something that you were promised and it's difficult to argue. I guess kind of my car rental example is good. But let's say you pay for the internet and your internet has been out for two weeks and you can't get someone to come to your area and fix something. What do you do? You can't call your credit card company. It's not really going to do anything. You can call the the department of whatever technical support, terrible internet or cable provider you have and try and get through to someone. And that could work. But what unfortunately is very effective these days, social media complaints. Blast them. Blast them on Facebook, on Twitter, on any public forum, because I guarantee you, if you have the correct Twitter handle or whatever website it is that you're using and you publicly knock them down, they will respond quickly. Now, I should mention, this shouldn't be abused. And I know most of the people listening would never do that. But for example, you're stuck at an airport, as I am every single week, and you want to send out, hey, Air Canada, thanks for another crappy layover. Or thanks for another crappy delay. Or what's your deal, Air Canada? Worst airline ever. That doesn't really, and I'm just using them as an example. That could be American Airlines. I just, I fly Air Canada every week. That's That's not really constructive. You look like you're complaining. You're you're infuriating a company that that may not actually have done anything wrong. And in the case of a weather delay or perhaps there was aircraft maintenance that needed to be performed, performed so you could be safe and they found something because airplanes have issues over time, you, you don't always know why you're delayed. 
that would be an example of, of an abuse of social media complaints, in my opinion. But let's say you're on a plane for two hours on a runway and you're just sitting there and they're not communicating with you and you're furious. That's a great time for it. Hey, hey, Air Canada, what the heck is going on? Stuck on a plane for two hours. Ridiculous. And then watch how many times that tweets get that tweet gets picked up by uh, by news outlets, right? Uh, so th- those are those are ways where uh, it's not like the group bully method, but I should say that there there is some way to to coax more responsive resolutions via social media out of the companies that you feel are not treating you properly. But I think sometimes we just need to sit back and um, and think about what our complaint is and and if it really isn't just. I heard from um, a viewer this week from television tied to uh, what the heck was it that they were complaining about? It drove me crazy. I'm just going to see if I can. Oh, (laughs) I featured these electric toothbrushes. Let me see if I can get this message. This is actually a really good message. I want to read this to you. Okay. This is from Virginia. Matt, we are very disappointed. After viewing your recommendation in the news team's demonstration of the Purewell Sonic toothbrushes, we ordered two toothbrushes. They arrived two days ago. I should mention she got very fast shipping for free. The brushes look good, but there is no way to charge them. They do not come with an adapter. We did not know this. Frankly, we were shocked that this product came with no way to charge it. I emailed the company and they only replied that the brushes do not come with an adapter. This was not stated on their website or on the order confirmation email. Also, this was not mentioned in your on-air report. Our cell phone adapter does not fit, nor does any adapter we have in the house. We feel that we have spent a lot of money for something we cannot use. We hope that in the future, all details of a product will be reported. We are anxious to hear from you. Please reply. Thank you, Virginia. Good good email. It was actually angrier in my head than it it really is. I'm going to respond with two things. What household does not have some type of USB charger? Any type of USB charger. The USB charger that came with a kid's drone, a USB charger that uh, if you have an Android device, you would generally pl- plug a like a, a micro USB cable into that. I, 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 it sounds like you don't have an iPhone. If you've ever charged a tablet in your life, there's got to be a USB charger somewhere. And if there's not a USB charger, not to contradict my advice before, where I said be very careful what you plug into your smart devices. The toothbrush is not an example. Go to the dollar store, go to Amazon, go to Best Buy, Walmart, any store, and pick up a $3.50 wall USB adapter. I've just saved you $100 on the best toothbrush you will ever own. Of of that $100, pocket the $96.50 and spend the rest on on a USB adapter. Just my personal opinion. I perhaps could have done a better job saying it comes with the cord, but if you do not have a USB adapter, you will need to buy one. I guess that onus is on me as a journalist. I did not do a good job. I just didn't think that would be such a big deal. And and it, it is actually clearly written in both my web article and the link to the product website that it, it uses a USB adapter and that is not included. I, I admit it should be audible. It should be something I say. But these days, for example, the, the Apple Watch charger that I just finished testing. It comes with a built-in cord to it that needs to be plugged into your iPhone charger or any type of USB outlet. I don't consider that deceptive advertising. Not not really that Virginia was saying that, but um, what the heck was my point? I don't know. 
I don't even know. Oh, long night. But anyhow, uh, that would be. Oh, there you. I know what my point was. That would be an example of 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 a complaint that would not need to be made via social media. And Virginia was very respectful. She emailed me directly, but sending out, "Hey, deal guy, you're an idiot and misleading," which I get a lot of the time, or I not not get a lot of the time, but I get I get two or three times over the course of the year, and it makes me crazy. Uh, we don't know what to do. It's 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 a difficult situation because there's not always harm done to a consumer, and then sometimes there is, and there are examples where that needs to be addressed. So that is what I would say as my two ways to handle a dispute resolution process. And thank you very much for that email, Virginia, and the questions from Kathy Catherine. Okay, uh, next question is a very good question. That is from Michael. And I think I understand what he's asking for. Um, I do. Okay. Michael would like to know uh, what's the difference between refurbished and recertified. And he meant he's referring to a deal that I featured a while back of a Yamaha soundbar. So um, Yamaha soundbar that I featured is actually a really good deal. It's uh, 99 bucks. It's coming up next week as a repeat of a deal that I already featured. And it is for a certified refurbished product versus certified versus used versus open box. So I'll go through these very quickly. Open box means that the box was just somehow open. Perhaps a consumer opened it, didn't want it. It was used as a demonstration in the store. The product has never actually been handled. It may have been the boxes was dented, and then the box during shipping was put into another box. That's open box. The product is brand new. Used just means it's used. There's no additional warranty. You're kind of screwed on that if there's anything wrong with it. Refurbished product means that the product has been restored. There's been some work put into the product. And then a certified refurbished product generally means that there has been a process where the manufacturer of the product has approved of the resurfacing of the product or the new parts or components that were put into the used product or they were directly involved or an authorized reseller was directly involved. And there's generally um, a new warranty tied to that. So that is uh, that is that is what certified refurbished is. So this is what I will tell you, Michael, for your question. I love certified refurbished products because that generally means that's one of the only times a product has actually been in touch with a human being's hands rather than a robot on an assembly line. Uh, Apple would be a phenomenal example of why I would always purchase a certified refurbished item from them. With a certified refurbished product from Apple, you get a new warranty. You get, uh, for example, in the case of let's say an iPad, you'll get a generally a new screen put on or a new exterior casing and the product has been extensively tested. There's generally a new battery put in. So if you have a new battery or a new screen or a new exterior and a new warranty, that's basically a new product and you could be saving up to 30%. Huge savings. So a certified refurbished product, again, if you have a warranty that runs as long as the original warranty or is extended beyond that, sometimes a certified refurbished is actually the better purchase. It just depends. So um, generally what I would say, uh, Michael, is for the Yamaha product, so much to say. <laughs> the, the, the closing point I would like to make on this is generally when I'm buying a certified refurbished item, the, the question I like to ask myself is how many times would a human being have likely dropped this? We drop our smartphones one to five times per day. Not always massive drops, but sometimes small, non-deliberate little falls. So in the case of a smartphone or any item that could have been dropped a lot, like a camera or remote control for your television or in the days of cordless phones for landlines, I would never buy a certified refurbished 
equivalent of this. So what I would recommend is if you can ask yourself, how many times would this product likely have been dropped? And the answer is low. That's a great time to buy a certified refurbished product. So for example, a Vitamix blender, awesome certified refurbished. How many times have you dropped your blender? Not often. A desktop computer, you generally don't drop those. Tablets, questionable. iPhones, smartphones, questionable. Laptops, generally not. I don't know anyone that drops their laptop one to five times per day. There might have been that one time it was dropped, but but generally that doesn't get returned to a store. Certified refurbished also usually means in the case of a laptop, there, there might have been something wrong with the battery that needed to be turned out. The screen might have pixelated in some weird places, something. But uh, that, that that's kind of how I feel about that. In the case of a soundbar, I don't know anyone that has dropped a soundbar unless you were mounting it and something really bad went wrong. Those would all be great ways and great products to buy that are certified refurbished, in my opinion. A certified refurbished flashlight? Not so much. Um, like a, a certified refurbished electric razor for your face. I must drop a, a razor every time I use it. So those those are all examples of, of things that I would generally stay away, f- away from. Certified refurbished vacuum might have taken a few falls. It might have been put together. It, it depends how big the vacuum is too, but that's, that's, that's how I answer that question. So those are wonderful cash questions for this week. And if there is any other question that you would like to ask, you guys know how to find me, youtubedeals.com. For next week, uh, last week I did, I think, Brand Wars. One of the other things that, I, that I'm working on is how to find the perfect no-name alternative or brand alternative for the really high-end products. So, for example, uh, if, if it's a Dyson vacuum that you want, what would be the perfect vacuum you might not have heard of that's just as good? So I'm, I'm working on that. I, a lot of what I do is not just me babbling, although it sometimes may come across that way. It's me trying to provide financial insight. And then finding a deal to support it or, or something to substantiate upon those savings. So that's how it works. I would like to thank you guys for listening if you've made it this far. I love you. You're, you're amazing. Thank you. And I just wanted to encourage you that if you did like anything that you heard or there was any practicality tied to my advice, please feel free to like or share this podcast. That just increases its discoverability for other people. And that means I can get more good questions next week from the new listeners that have come on. And if you are loyal and you've been with me before and you usually make it to this point in the podcast, you are so awesome. So thank you. Thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. I am going to be uploading, continuing to do this every Wednesday because I love it. So thank you. I wish you a great week ahead, a great weekend before that. And thank you for being part of my world. Happy savings. Happy savings.